Uh, hundreds of homes, as you know, have been lost to wildfire this summer uh, in B.C., in Alberta, Northwest Territories, Maritimes, Quebec, all over the country, right? And as you know, and as we've talked about, we have a shortage of homes in this country, and we're having a hard time building new homes. So this is kind of like um, the perfect storm. A really bad storm. It's only going to make matters worse. And unfortunately, some of the homes that were lost will be really, really hard to rebuild in any kind of timely fashion. If at all, in fact. Uh, I don't know if we want to throw in the towel just yet, but the odds are stacked against it. That's for sure. We're going to chat with Glenn McGilvery now, who's the Managing Director of the Institute for Catastrophic Loss Reduction. Glenn, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Thank you. I don't know if I've spoken with anybody from your organization before. Tell me about the Institute for Catastrophic Loss Reduction. Yeah, so we've been around for 25 years. We were created by the Canadian insurance industry to study disasters and make Canadians safe against earthquakes and extreme weather events and wildfires and things like that. Boy, you're in the spotlight now, hey? Uh, We're busy. (laughs) Uh, This summer has been really, really bad. We know that. But it actually builds uh, on a problem that's existed going back at least a few years now, right? I mean, we've got sort of a backlog building because of disasters and how it's affected housing in this country. Yeah, we sure do. You know, I've been working with the data for a long, long time, and we kind of used to get disasters that were kind of small and spread out, and it gave people a chance to react and do their thing and and recover. And now these things are coming hot and heavy, very close to each other, sometimes often overlapping, and certainly the recovery period is overlapping now, and uh, we're just getting caught up in, in this whirlwind, and we're, we're really behind on, on recovery. Um, in terms of what it's doing, we know that building homes is a big challenge. Uh, is, it, is it the same reasons that are affecting you know, uh, houses that are lost to wildfires or whatever the case may be as we're seeing generally? I mean, it has to be, right? Like labor is a big part of the problem here. Yeah, sure. As we're all dipping out of the same pool, uh, there's not a separate yeah. pool of people working on the hazard side and a separate group of people working on the new home uh, side. It's it's the same pool of labor. It's the same pool of uh, expertise. It's the same pool of uh, of, bu- of building materials and things like that. And uh, there's just you know there's just so much that pool's only so deep. Taking a look at some of the fires this summer, I mean, I know some in Alberta, one of the hardest hits areas, the uh, East Prairie Métis settlement, pretty remote location, Yellowknife, you know, I mean, it's a fairly uh, sizable community, but still fairly remote. I mean, that's got to be a complicating factor, right? We're not talking about major centers Uh, in terms of labor, getting materials, all these things must be complicated just by where these fires struck this summer. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, you have a couple pieces to that. First of all, you have what we already discussed about the the, the labor pool and, yeah, and, yeah. and that sort of thing. But then you have a very short building season as well when you get north. Uh, there's only, you know, uh, so many months in the year that you can dig foundations and pour concrete and do things like that. Uh, on the worker side, you know, where are you going to put these people? Uh, where are you going get to get them from in the first place? All those sorts of things are really, really challenging. The far, farther north you go, the harder that gets. Um, are there other issues? In t- I mean, we all know labor and we all know cost. Those have been plaguing construction for a while. But we also hear often um, about red tape, about bureaucracy, about all these sorts of things. You work with the insurance industry, and of course we know that can sometimes be a timely process. Is there work being done to make that easier with all the red tape that sometimes goes around these issues? Well, you know, everybody's working all out. Uh, the insurance industry, including the adjusters, both company adjusters and independent adjusters, you have the government side of things, you have the private contractor side of things, you have uh, the d- disaster restoration guys. Everybody's working all out on this. 
Um, I think one of the problems I've heard of many times is how difficult it can often be to to move contractors between provinces. Mm -hmm. Each province has different licensing requirements. I think we really have to look at uh, kind of making it easier to move people around the country, whether it's adjusters or whether it's contractors. It's (laughs) crazily, it's often easier to bring up Americans to do the job than it is to move a Canadian from one province to another, which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Um, I think we got to try to clean that one up and make it easier to move people around the country to to address these issues as they come up. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that's a no-brainer for sure. So so what's the advice? I mean, if, you, if you're somebody who's in these positions, uh, I mean, there's not much anybody can do at this point. It's sort of, it, it is what it is. Or are there things that you can recommend? Well, I mean, if I look at our work at the Institute, you know, it's the old when you find yourself in a hole, stop digging sort of thing. Yeah. So first of all, all we, you know, if we can make homes more resilient, we'll lose less of them in these events. And we know how to do this. It's not that we, it's a mystery. We know how to make a home more resilient to wildfire. We know how to make a home more resilient to wind, to hail, uh, whatever it happens to be. The science is very, very clear on that. And I mean, we have the work done at, at ICLR. Let's start making homes better. Yeah. Uh, and educating people about how, you know, not to have flammable material around their properties yep. and things like that. And communities, and too, not just homes. Yeah, for sure. And we'll lose less less homes. I mean, there's no guarantee that we won't lose any, but we'll certainly lose less and and stop contributing to this housing crisis problem. Yeah, it, it makes such and, You know, gr- the frustrating thing, I guess, about that, Glenn, and it's probably way more frustrating for you, somebody who does this every day, We've been talking about that. I remember covering that back in the day of the Fort McMurray fire, which I think is six or seven years ago now. We can't be building into the boreal forest and not expect things like this. We've got to mitigate. We've got to do things. Clearly, we haven't learned that lesson yet. We haven't, uh, and there, there, there are forces at work that are slowing the process down. Government is not the fastest in the world. Uh, the building code folks aren't the fastest in the world. Um, but we've got to get on to this yeah. really quickly because... It, you know, you, you mentioned Fort McMurray. We lost 2,400 structures in that fire. Yeah. And almost all of them are homes. Uh, we can't keep this up. We just no. can't. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, Glenn, great stuff. Thanks so much for joining us. I really do appreciate your time.